My son Aiden loved the Dr. Seuss books. They had been his favorite ever since he was about four years old. Pretty much every time I would sit down on his bed to tuck him in at night, he would ask me to read one, and most of the time, it was Cat in the Hat. I have to admit, that wasn't my favorite one. I always felt like there was something off about it. The way the cat just randomly shows up, the strange contraptions he uses, and of course, how he unleashes the demonic Thing 1 and Thing 2. But I suppose putting the needs and desires of another person before your own is what being a parent is all about. So I would sit down at his bedside almost every night and read him the story. He was totally engrossed in it. I remember him sitting up perfectly straight at certain points of the story and just staring at the pages of the book like he'd never seen anything more impactful or interesting. After reading it to him many dozens of times, I got pretty tired of it. So the next time he requested it, I begrudgingly asked, What is it you like so much about this book? To which he quickly responded, Thing 3, Daddy. I like Thing 3. Thing 3? But there's only Thing 1 and Thing 2. <laughs> You're funny, Daddy. He responded happily. I think he was about five at the time. And I'll be honest, that wasn't the only strange thing he'd ever said to me. So I just kind of let him be and continued reading him the story. I'd be lying though if I said I didn't keep a lookout for somewhere in the book where it showed a thing three. Yet I found nothing. Fast forward a few years, Aiden was a little older, but still an avid lover of the Dr. Seuss books. So when he found out that there was a whole Dr. Seuss area at Universal Studios in Orlando, he badly wanted to go. He begged my wife Rachel and I every day to fly down there. And finally, after a few months, we cracked. We both got some time off from work and took a much-needed family vacation down. Aiden was so excited while on the trip that we had to plead with him a few times to calm down in the airplane. I guess he always was kind of a hyper kid. Once we finally arrived at the park, of course our first destination was the Seuss area in Islands of Adventure. And I have to admit, Universal did a pretty good job with it. While it's targeted at kids, the theming really is spot on. It makes you feel very immersed in the world of Dr. Seuss, even as an adult. Luckily, we were there during the off-season, and mostly had that area to ourselves. I remember as soon as the Cat in the Hat ride came into Aiden's view, his eyes lit up. He started running towards it, and we quickly chased behind. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever been, but it's probably one of the emptiest rides in all of Universal, which really makes it kind of creepy as soon as you enter the queue. The loading zone was completely barren, and as soon as we approached the track, a very tired-looking employee loaded the three of us onto one of the cars. Now, I'm not sure if it was just because no one else was there, but the ride felt really eerie. Everything from the old rubbery animatronics to the shadows of Thing 1 and Thing 2 running up the walls. However, again, it was for Aiden, and he didn't see it that way. Once we got off, Rachel and I looked at each other just baffled by the weirdness of it. However, of course, Aiden was ecstatic, which I felt really good about. At least until Rachel asked him what his favorite part of the ride was. The part with Thing 3. I love Thing 3. He said as he casually began walking towards the playground area near the ride. After that, I'll admit I got kind of freaked out. I remembered him as a little kid making stuff up like that. 
but he was a little old to be doing it still. So I told him, maybe a bit too sternly, that there was no Thing 3 in the ride, and there wasn't one in the story either. I remember he just stared at me, eyes tearing up, and then went to go hug his mom, who then looked over at me disapprovingly. At that point, we pretty much just moved on with the rest of the trip. We did mostly all the other rides, and overall had a pretty good time, but I never really could shake what he had said. On our last day, we tried to figure out one more thing to do before heading home. We asked Aiden, and of course he said he wanted to ride Cat in the Hat again. I didn't really like the idea, but I suppose I didn't have much control over it. So his mom and him went in while I waited at the exit. I pulled out my phone and started reading from a book I had started on the trip. And before I knew it, close to an hour had passed. There was literally no line, and the ride was like two minutes long. So that was really odd. I decided to call Rachel and see what was up, but her phone went straight to voicemail. Thinking maybe the ride had broken down, I walked into the queue to go ask one of the employees. Upon arriving in the loading zone, I started getting pretty freaked out. The ride was operating completely normal, and there was pretty much no line at all. I went and asked one of the employees if they had seen Rachel and Aiden get onto the ride, and they confirmed that they had at least an hour before. So I immediately asked if they could radio park security and have them help me look for them. Now, I don't know if you have ever lost someone at the parks, but they've got a pretty robust procedure for when something like that happens. However, even though they searched for an hour, they were not able to locate Aiden and Rachel. We even checked the security footage at the exit, but never saw them leave the ride. Considering there were a few moments where a bunch of guests were leaving at once, Security just thought maybe they had been blocked by other people. We eventually got the cops involved, and they said they'd open a full investigation to try and locate them either inside or outside the park. However, I was beside myself. I canceled our flights and paced around the park terrified for at least the next few hours. With no idea what else to do, I decided to ride the cat in the hat and see if maybe there were any clues to their disappearance left inside the ride. As the ride vehicle started, I began to realize just how disturbing the ride really was, especially after an incident like mine. Eventually, I approached the room where Thing 1 and Thing 2 were introduced, and I started noticing something I hadn't the first time I rode. It was like a quiet whimpering of a woman echoing through the corridors, without a specific location I could determine. Then I heard the sound of something scurry across the track from behind my vehicle, then above it. I looked around and saw nothing, but then heard something giggling from in front of me. I turned around and saw these Thing 1 and Thing 2 props pop out in front of the ride vehicle. They were bouncing from side to side and laughing hysterically as they did these disturbing somersaults. Then as the vehicle entered the next room, I realized the scene was now comprised of an animatronic woman who looked like Rachel laying on her back. Her mouth was frozen open and eyes rolled in the back of her head. On her chest sat one of the little things holding a kitchen knife with a huge smile on its face. There was a number three on his jumpsuit. The more I looked at it, the more I realized its face looked like Aiden's aside from the blue hair and white face. Upon this realization, I screamed and tried to get off the ride. 
only I couldn't get out of my restraints. After it finally ended, I told the employees to call security immediately and have them check it out. Security eventually showed up, and after thoroughly investigating all the rooms, they said they never found the woman or the Thing 3 prop I had said was in there. And I could tell from their attitude, they thought I was making everything up. It's been months since then, and I've gotten no word from the police or Universal, but I have tried writing again, probably a hundred times, with no success in accessing that Thing 3 room again. I think there are probably certain things you have to do to see it. One is that you most likely need to ride the ride alone when it's completely empty, and I'm not sure if it helps, but it was near park closed when I saw it, so probably around that time, too. If anyone else is ever able to see it, please take out your phone and film it, then send it to me. I need proof of this, because I think the police have pretty much forgotten about my case at this point. I have to find out what happened to my family that day, and I will not rest until I do. Hey, it's Mr. Freaky. Hope you enjoyed that original creepypasta. Which kid's storybook character do you think is the scariest? Leave it in the comments and let's discuss. Also, go ahead and subscribe to my channel if you haven't done so, as well as join the Discord to become part of the community. Have a horrific evening, everyone, and remember to stay spooky, my friends.